Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. As you know, we've been going really hard and deep into everything South by Southwest. For those of you who don't like South by Southwest, feel free to skip this episode, but come on, you like what we talk about, so just listen to it anyway. For those of you who don't know, South by Southwest is the world's, basically the modern day World's Fair, huge technological innovation conference, hundreds of thousands of people come. Last year, according to economic impact studies, brought about $450 million into the economy locally here in Austin, Texas. You might want to check it out. So today's episode, while we are still here live at South by Southwest, we have our friend Lene Cook. Lene specializes in the intersection of media and communications and hosts the BTS podcast and has a newsletter called Hashtag Ask a Millennial. How are you doing today, Lene? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on, Brian. Hey, my pleasure. Glad we could make it here in person. So... We both have podcasts and we were geeking out over <laughs> hardware and all that. So um, if you can paint the picture, since we don't have a video of this, we're both leaning in on a nice little blue condenser mic instead of having those crappy ones that hit your shirt. So, Indeed. Cheryl Sandberg would be proud. Exactly. So <laughs> physically leaning in, uh, metaphorically, all the right things. So we're here to talk about South by Southwest strategy today. And I feel like Lene has really a, a wonderful mindset about everything from session selection, managing your energy, and just different things that she's noticed about panelists. I feel like all these things go together. So why don't we dive in first with how you manage your time in your session selection? Totally, yeah. And so let me preface this by saying that um, I have gone to a breadth of festivals and conferences, uh, etc. And so over the years, I have really honed in my like decision tree sort of on um, how I choose sessions. So um, obviously, there's sessions that are super appealing because you see names that you're familiar with and you really like, um, or topics that sound buzzwordy, which like that's how people get panels, right? Is that's how they fill the room, of course, <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. Can't resist. But I will say that. Um, for selecting sessions, I would really recommend uh, taking a look and seeing, is that session going to be recorded? Because if that session's recorded and there's something else at that same time that looks like something you might not normally have access to, that could definitely be um, a better option for you is to go to the one that may not be recorded or that you may really want to ask questions at because chances are at the larger keynotes, you're probably not going to, you know, there's probably not going to be room for you to ask a question right. um, and or they may not, um, a lot of times, you know, when people have really great PR training, uh, they're not great at directly answering questions because that's their training. Right. And not to mention some of those, you could be on a line for like an hour or two. How is that managing your time, right? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, also take a look at where it's located and just kind of triage the situation and go like, is this adding enough value to what I want out of South by um, that I'm going to go way far out of my way when the next session mm -hmm. I want to go to is, you know, more centrally located and just kind of really assess that stuff. I know it's easy to get um, caught up in the hype around sessions, um, but a lot of times those could be recorded. I would also take into consideration um, is the the, is the topic this person's going going to speak about, is it something they've already talked about on a podcast? Because if they have already talked about it on a podcast or they've blogged about it a lot, uh, I hate to be a little bit, um, I don't know, pessimistic, but chances are they did not come up with a South by specific talk track and it'll be what their sort of annual... Uh, 
talk track is for the year or whatever it is. Like it, it's probably something they either have already spoken about publicly um, or that they're going to talk about year round and it'll be sort of the same overlying theme. And then I, you know, the third option for me really that I take into consideration is are these speakers, um, and I, I don't mean to prejudge because I think there are some really great uh, speakers out there who are small or medium-sized business owners, mm. but uh, what I've noticed at this South by and obviously other conferences um, that I've attended is that a small business owner is probably going to really push forward their own sort of business and like in a roundabout way always just be talking about what they're doing um, unless the topic that that they're speaking on is more specific to like outside of their business um, versus like the CTO or CFO somewhere or like a really specific product manager will probably talk more about technology than push the company agenda forward. Right. And a lot of times I feel like it's worth checking out to just do some research on the guy. They could be an SMB. They could be a startup. Yeah. And they, if they're just a good speaker, even mm-hmm. if they do get a little bit into their business, it could still be interesting. Yes. The worst of the worst, though, is when you walk in and you just know it's like just a straight sales pitch. How did this dude yeah. even get past selection? Totally. So here's a question on that. Okay. Do you ever just pick up and walk out? Oh, yeah. I did yesterday. Right. Like, I did about... There's just no yeah. shame in that, right? Like No. There's really... And you know, it, it can be This isn't the politeness thing. Well, which can lead me to a micro strategy, which is... Please. You know, in a bigger room, it's less uncomfortable Um, I have definitely stayed just out of compassion in a small room where the lights are on and you're like one of 12 people right that's kind of not unless it's really bad like I can't do that to somebody Um, yeah so you know perhaps consider sitting on the edge and I know that that's uh, kind of also inconsiderate but if you think there's a high probability you're going to walk out you can at least be less disruptive if you sit on the edge of the seats I'll throw the row I'm gonna throw a counterpoint on there okay I often tell people to sit at the front of the room but for a different reason no no like I will know that it's worth attending so if I want to really get to know those people it's annoying to kind of harp on them and be like a little just hanger on person Mm -hmm. annoyance but if you're taking all these great shots and you're live tweeting a session you're their buddy you're like their media arm you're their hype man yeah they love that we've had great conversations off of that after absolutely but if you don't know sit in the back totally well and to be fair you and i are both memorable looking people there you go so when they see that we've tweeted about them they know exactly who we are yes (laughs) and for your socials by the way have a current shot. Don't do something cute and fancy or put your logo. And usually what I'll do, at least on Twitter, I'll just say, like right now, if you're looking at me on Twitter, it says Brian Wallace is at South by Southwest. So that helps prime totally. all the way through. Yeah. Yep. That actually, you know, my Twitter uh, profile photo right now is like me in a, in a hat with sunglasses on. And I, someone who knows me in real life found me on Twitter and then texted me and was like, you know that you look like Mr. Smith from The Matrix? In your, and I was like, oh yeah, that's probably why no one recognizes there me are that many I know of from me. Twitter. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Um, So yeah, so I guess from, let me think, did I hit all the things that I was thinking of talking about? Yeah, I think that that's, yeah, and feel free to to walk out and go to another session. And that also, you know, that also comes into the proximity planning as Mm -hmm. if that one isn't so great, right? you know, maybe, maybe head out. Yeah. So let's dive into energy. So you and I are morning people. And while everybody is like stupid, stumbling, drunk probably still drunk from last night. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got up at about five in the morning and I just Mm -hmm. crushed my inbox, got my meetings all set, and you're not even my first meeting of the day. Right. 
so I know you appreciate that too because you're not like bleary eyed. No, maybe we have some well, coffee in front of us, but we're we're <laughs> ready to go, right? Like we didn't need to sit and talk about this for half an hour. We were just we we're on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I will say I'm a morning person, but I'm also a night owl. So Love I it. I my strategy is that I actually am a like midday afternoon napper. So at the time that a lot of people are grabbing dinner, mm. um, I will skip dinner and just take a nap for an hour and a half, two hours. That's cool. Um, but outside of that, I will say, uh, first of all, I don't really drink. So mm. that helps a lot because I'm not recovering really from right. anything other than lack of sleep. Mm. Um, I think I've been here since Thursday and I've had same. three drinks total. Nice. Um, right on. I think we're about the same. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, and, you know, and if that's something that you feel weird about, uh, you can always order ginger beer. You can order a club soda and have them put lime in it. It looks like you're drinking like a yeah, red bull vodka. water and ice even. It's fine, totally. guys. You're yeah. fine. Um, and, and whatever. Like if someone's, as my grandmother always says, what people think of me is none of my business. Right. So. And you shouldn't worry about what other people think. It really is unimportant. No. I mean. Doesn't mean yeah. you're so, that's not licensed to be position. a sociopath. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Yeah. Fair warning. This is not be legal advice. Be responsible, but still. Um, so that's one of, one of the things. Also, um, drink a lot of water. I drink probably like four or five glasses of water right away in the morning in my hotel room before I get up and then I fill my water bottle to go like I have one of those swell bottles um shout out to spread fast for the free there you <laughs> swell go. bottle nice. but um so take water with you everywhere uh chances are there will be refillable water things anywhere you go mm-hmm. don't be shy you may get a dirty look for refilling a full water bottle but whatever it's Who that cares? or throwing right. away a bunch of plastic cups um also i would really recommend you know a lot of us are here either covering this from a media perspective or mm-hmm. we're coming back to our teams at work mm-hmm. with our takeaways give yourself time in between sessions to really digest take your notes think about things like do not get caught up in the FOMO of this um, you can there's just a lot I've I've spent a lot of time especially when I was younger running around because somebody invited me somewhere mm-hmm. like really keep and this is something my therapist taught me which is mm-hmm. very helpful Great. he brought it up in terms of relationships but I'm applying it to South by is Great. <laughs> make a list of your values before you get here I love that and put the top three maybe at, at like the top of your notebook or something like on the first page so they're sort of in your face or even like write them down in your notes screenshot them make it your lock screen um, so that you can look and go like, okay, is this hitting any one of these? I came here for X, Y, and Z. Is me, you know, uh, stopping by like the Google Home a really, really top joy? Priority. I can't resist because <laughs> yeah, she's here. That's right. true. You could Marie yep. Kondo your your agenda, your value system in um, it. Yep. Yeah, and so that's a, that's a way of managing your energy. Get a um, put everything in your calendar, and then screenshot your calendar and p- make that your lock screen for the day. That way, you're not unlocking your phone all the time and going through it, and like, you know, seeing all the other options available, and you can just see exactly what you want there. Um, and also, I highly recommend not having carbs until you're like ready to go to bed. I know it's tempting with the barbecue and stuff here. Yeah. I would do coffee like vegetables you know some eggs or whatever for breakfast and like really eat that way and then if you want to go wild with carbs or barbecue or whatever it is do that when you're ready to go to sleep because if you do that midday good luck i think people eat like monsters here i don't even (laughs) understand it i think that they should adopt some sort of keto lifestyle at least for the week just for metabolics because totally. they're going to be so off calibration. Yeah, and you know what? The the metaphor that I use, and I learned this when I was at it, 
a client who was making children's like educational apps mm -hmm. is that um, they had this game and it it basically was to, the premise of it was to teach kids like food is fuel for your body and so what I always say is like hey you wouldn't just throw any old liquid into the gas tank of your car right, right? Our bodies are not Mr. Fujin from Back to the Future. Yeah, you can't just put garbage in there. Sorry. <laughs> totally. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, it's so true. People just have no idea how to do their energy. And if you're restless or something, you know, just bring some melatonin or something. That yeah. works for a lot of people. And don't drink caffeine, like, after 2 or 3 p.m. Oh. Like, I mean, unless you're going to stay up super, super late, you know, or if you know that you have a really high tolerance. But, um... Everybody's wired a little bit differently. Everyone's wired different. Just keep your, yeah. your tendencies and your, there you know... You know. Chemical to you. makeup. Now is not the time to be like your adult second wind spring break thing that you wish yeah, you did in college. Totally. That's called not getting asked back by your boss, right? Yeah. If you can't be valuable <laughs> and you're going to burn out after day two, a lot of people stay here for a week, forget it. You're not doing it, managing your energy. Absolutely. So treat it like a marathon. I even tell people go to the gym a lot extra, oh, even yeah. if you're not used to it, oh, before you come here. That does, just to get so ready. I definitely regularly work out anyways. Good. Um, but what but I've... Turn it up a little bit? Um, you know what? I don't think I did for this one because I had a very crazy week leading up to this. Okay. Um, I will be turning it up the week after this because then I'll be in Japan for two weeks. There and you go. So I'm like, Even more oh. important to go that far out. <laughs> yep. Um, but what I've done and there's, um, I don't know if, if men will like this as much, but there's a great YouTube channel called Blogilates. She has really great quick workouts. Um, and I've done every morning because she has like three minute workouts. Men can learn things too. Well, it, you know, it's like they're stubborn. It's like Pilates. And yeah, so I've I done. Know. And then my cousin also sent. She, um, we basically, I, I'll do like a five to ten minute workout every morning just to get my blood flowing and then move on. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So in the last couple minutes here, I know we were talking about things to make panels better. I feel like sometimes I see panels where it's obvious they've never met, they never rehearsed anything, mm. and I just cringe. Those are good points. Yeah, right? I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, whenever I do a panel, I say, and usually I become the project manager, yeah. regardless if I'm a moderator, if I'm on the panel, whatever, and I say, guys, we're going to meet ahead of time, we're going to record this, totally. we're going to have a whole Google Doc of stuff to think about, and yeah. as we refine, it becomes world class. Well, yeah, and you're breaking yeah. the mold a little bit yes. in terms of like understanding how people communicate. Yes. Um, so, in fact, my recommendations for what panelists can do better um, is really, like, we showed up because we want to be there. Um, Perhaps don't spend 15 minutes introducing yourself because we already know who you are. We showed up. You don't need to sell us. Right. <laughs> um, I would really recommend that they don't share information. We would have already heard from larger interviews. Like if you've been on Tim Ferriss, don't come with the same talk track. And then um, also, please, if you're saying that you're talking about the future of something, please actually talk about the future. That's not something we would have already heard mm -hmm. in like a normal marketing newsletter from the last year or two. Right. You can be fresh. We won't hold it against you. In fact, we're counting on it. Yeah. Also, this typically South by isn't like a 101 audience, so please don't talk to us about the basics. Um, someone who was on an AR panel brought up the IKEA like AR application from like three or four years ago, and that was a little disappointing because Come that's on, not. Come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody here are the people who actually are building the future of this world. So it looks like we've hit time here. Lene, you've been a fantastic guest. I'm Thank really you. glad we made the time. And again, where can everybody find you? Um, at Lene Cook, L-Y-N-A-E-C-O-O-K on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of them. Outstanding. Thanks. Thank you.